Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny to Informing. Welcome, welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 135. I am John. Sitting right here is Chris Pizza Pizerberg Coleman. As always. Yeah, we got um, we got Rocky here with us in case we need any information. And, As uh, lately. Yeah. And, but um, he's there, yeah, but he's, he's our lookup guy today. He's like our, yeah. uh, Google this, Rocky, well, some, and he'll do it. Sometimes I don't want to do that stuff. I just want to come on, have fun, it's talk some shit. talk, hold a mic. Type into Google and jerk off. You only have so many hands. <laughs> How are we supposed to make this yeah. happen? Uh, if this is your first time listening, this is where we focus on the joke first with bits of information, fun facts, uh, personal stories, stuff from the news, sometimes interviews. And um, yeah, we I don't know when the next time we're going to do an interview is, though. We are a mixed bag. I don't know. I've got a, I had a bunch kind of lined up, but I kind of put them off all on hold and haven't really even been following up because I don't really want to do the when I don't have to do the phone interview. I don't want to do the phone interview. Yeah. Zoom no. or whatever. It just never sounds as good as and just is never as good as if, if I can look at the person. Yeah. With the quarantine and everything, there's no way to not do it on the phone. I don't think a lot of people are going to be say yes to face to face interviews. So that's going to be like on hiatus for a little while i think so but we'll get back to them and uh you know it's we're a we're a varietally mixed bag so we always have something to do or talk about yeah we don't, especially yeah, we don't necessarily need interviews all the time uh this one we have um a new that new segment we were talking about last episode <laughs> tuttles 10 tuttles 10 starts today <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what hope to you expect. got hope you got a free 10 minutes guys i haven't listened to it yet so. i like that we're gonna get your real-time reaction i i have heard it john has not so I decided when John was telling me, I haven't even heard of you, I said, I should listen. I said, you know what? I listened. I want you to hear it just in real time because as I was listening afterwards, I was just like, okay, Tuttle. So that's sure. the only preview I'm going to give you guys. But uh, you'll get to hear John react in real time. Yeah. And then we have the What's Up Doc uh, documentary you said you saw, right? Yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, Digi Hears, of course. And then I ha- have a few things that I wanted to get into because my, my week's been interesting to say the least. A lot yeah? of first for me this week. Really? Yeah. I, uh, I, I've gone to the gun range before, oh, but right. okay. I shot my first shotgun. Weird. Over the past week, that's usually weekend. like people's one of people's like first things. I feel like a lot of people kind of start with shotguns. I feel like really, yeah. Well, because shotguns, they you know they call like rifles and shotguns like like they consider those. I don't know why they're considered a little less. I don't know. They're they're less uh, less looked down upon than handguns. I feel like handguns are just so portable and totable that uh, they've gotten a bad connotation, much worse than a rifle or a shotgun. They're 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 easier to conceal. And I I know for me, I think yeah. I mean, maybe the first gun I ever shot was a handgun, but I in that same time period where I was shooting a smorgasbord of guns that day as a youth, uh, I shot definitely. I shot a shotgun that first day. I just imagine if you like a first time shooter, you go up to them and you say, "Hey, here you want to shoot a shotgun." I, w- I would imagine most of them are going to be intimidated and say no, or they want to watch somebody else do it, or they want to yeah. shoot something a little lighter first. Well, that's what I would recommend was like, especially if you're a you know a younger, you know, I was probably twelve or whatever first time I shot one. So you're you're a little smaller and you don't you know you're not as strong. You don't know what to expect. You definitely tell them probably watch me and so watch a few people do it. <laughs> you give, and you give them you give them good pointers. You know you got to give good pointers. I told my girlfriend. 
or you know, and, and I was with uh, my girlfriend and her brother, uh, so we, we kind of did a double date thing. But and her brother <laughs> tells Sam it, and, double date of domestic violence in the future. <laughs> Check. So he he tells her, hold on tight. And she, yeah, I saw the video. Like uh, the barrel at the end, she well, loses her grip on that after shooting it. It jumps in the air he, out well, of her hand. And here's the thing: as I, 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 it's funny that John has no experience with this. So once again, I can sound like the experienced guy. I've only shot a shotgun probably ten, twenty times in my whole life, so I'm not like super experienced. But it's funny, I can. As the shotgun you guys shot was a pistol grip. So yeah, it has it no a, stock. Not on the shoulder, right? No. And that 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 makes a huge fucking difference. You have to just control the entire thing with just your hands versus the the butt stock on a shotgun. One of the first tips anybody who's ever shot one or you're a first time shooter they will tell you is the first things they will tell you. Holy shit, Rocky just pulled out a whole full pot leaf. That's awesome. We, we, I'm gonna get that, a picture of that before you put it away, Rocky. And that looks original. It's, and, is and, that a real pot leaf? It's perfectly flattened. Oh my god, it's amazing. Was it was it our 420 episode last episode that it was? Yeah. Because that would have been so fitting yeah. for for one thirty four. Shit, dude! Rocky just opened a notebook. There's an entire, <laughs> literally the size of my hand. He was opening it up for like flattened out into it. He was opening it up for like note taking and stuff. Well, <laughs> where was that? It was in this random binder. I never use this thing. We're literally on the first page. I. <laughs> I just, oh, so it's new. Yeah, I opened it up. What to uh, maybe write down some notes during Tuttle's ten? Right, and there was this thing poking out of the top. <laughs> And there, I thought you just like stashed it there years ago and forgot it was there. I did. Okay. I, I okay. Stashed, I must have. I mean, oh, because I was going to ask, is it even yours? It is. I mean, where the hell am I going to get a pot plant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's per- it's so pretty. It's. Watch I don't out. even want to. It looks yeah. old. Here we go. That's Sorry, uh, from the stem. No, that's that. That's that funny. is awesome, dude. It's so perfect. I uh, no, but anyways, what I was saying was uh, yeah, the first thing you you're taught when you're when you're we got derailed by a giant pot leaf randomly. But uh, first thing you're taught when you shoot a shotgun and normally they have that buttstock is you want to you hold it tight, but you also hold it tight into your shoulder, which helps stop some of that kick. You know, it makes it like one piece coming off your shoulder. It's a full you know as opposed to having a gap, which gives it room to you know jerk back into your shoulder. Yeah, but over time, but that, that would that would wear out the shoulder. It right? does make your shoulder kind of sore. You know, you definitely take a little a little brunt of that. With the uh, with the pistol grip, it was like in between the thumb and the index finger. I can imagine because you're you know that's where all the brunt of that kick is going, as opposed to your shoulder. Your shoulder is going to handle that a lot better than just your your hands. And you know, I I feel like Sam's probably doesn't have like amazing hand strength. You know what I mean? She's not like a fucking NFL football player. Yeah, I mean, you know? she's yeah. not like palming basketballs every day or whatever, or handling tools in a yard like you or I. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. We have much stronger hands, so we can probably handle that a lot better. And she didn't even know what to expect. It was so. a it was a long time uh, since the last time I've gone shooting, so I wasn't. I, I you know there's just things that I forget or you know I, I just like refresh my memory on and I forgot about like the bullets coming out of the chamber after you shoot them like oh, they're hot the shells yeah and I'm sitting there like trying to dodge them or not get hit by them I'm pumping the shotgun and the the slug like comes out <laughs> yeah and I'm like oh like <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to get hit by them out and like I was too mindful of it I was thinking about it too much it was distracting okay. me Instead from actually of just shooting. ignoring it right yeah I'm like oh, I don't want to get hit and it it probably barely even hurts well, it doesn't hurt it is a little hot but I feel like yeah you just like if it does hit you just kind of like you know you whack it off you just like shrug you, you get it off you real quick I've seen them like pop out of the pop out of the out of the chamber and then 
fucking fall down like somebody's shirt on the back of their neck. Yeah. It's like in their shirt burning them. That would fucking suck. But that's few and far between, I feel like. I, I, I don't think I was that good, though. I, I mean, I hit hit my paper a, f- a good amount of times, and I would usually put it like 20 yards out. Okay. Because, you know, the range, you can kind of Yeah, you can control change. the depth. Yeah. Right, right. So I was, I was putting it pretty far out, but like not all of them were getting on the paper at times, or I wasn't hitting the body. Where was the place that you went to shoot at? Shoot straight. Which one, though? Which one? Was it near your house on the east side? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, just a quick little thing. John was talking about the difference between, um, you know, why a lot of uh, first-timers are um, basically using uh, rifles or, you know, whatever, as opposed to handguns. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Well, handguns are kind of um, sort of a, a, a more of a, a city problem. Whereas True. in the like country or whatever, right. normally you would need a shotgun because the cops are an hour and a half away. Um, if you are using it for self-defense or most likely you're using it for animals or something like that. Right, out there. right. And that's probably It's more what. of a legitimate use. Also, it's um, way less cool on camera, basically. Yeah, is, is they're, they're, they're hard to carry. Yeah. You need like a, sh- a sword, a, a sword, a, um, a no, sword, no. a sword sheath for your shotgun. I'm, uh, I'm not letting Rocky talk anymore because <laughs> I am getting comments on my Facebook Again, I was producing. Oh no, your Facebook we to, was pulled up. We were. I because oh I use. Okay, so this here's what happens. I am the producer of What's the Fuss podcast. Humble Me brag. and Rocky do that together. I take his computer sometimes to edit and get stuff that I need to get done. Because yours sucks. The opposite of humble so brag. I log into Facebook on his computer uh-huh. on the last show of What's the Fuss. I don't he know hacked why. my account. Yep. And now it's not really hacking your account when he just opens it. And well, it goes to your Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So now now he hacked it. And uh, before what was it? I like cocks and potatoes. I, I love cock and potatoes. So now it's fat ding-dongs. That's all it says. It's fat <laughs> ding-dongs. And uh, people are already commenting, I fucking hate you, Rocky. I hate you so much. Um, anyways, uh, and uh, when, I, when I was telling you about like the going to the gun range and I was doing a oh, thing. Oh, you said you were high. It was like a thing of firsts for yeah, me. Okay, and okay. Shot a, a shotgun for the first time, whatever. And uh, so also this week was the first time that I've ever gotten completely blacked out drunk. The same wh- night. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah, actually. but it was after. Thank God it was well after the shooting portion <laughs> was the blackout drunk portion. Yeah. Thank yeah, yeah. God. No, but it was the same night thinking about it. Right, now. right. Wow. So that was. That was I can't a- believe John's never been blackout drunk before. Uh, no, like, cause, well, because usually, usually once I get see, to that, once I get to that drunk stage, I kind of like get tired and i want to pass out okay or i get sick yeah yeah I, I honestly yeah i used to get there too but you yeah well as you get older john you hit this wall where you 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 don't puke and you, you just still have energy and you keep rolling through and you do things and you say things and you fucking and you, you live an entire night of of uh, activities that is some good some bad some in between and then you wake up and you go when did i buy these tacos that is so scary (laughs) that's terrifying it is kind of scary but it's also interesting and fun usually (laughs) when people say oh you did this and you did that they once they tell me i can picture it in my head you forgot it happened but then they tell you and you go oh yeah that's right i did do that yeah and then i picture it people were telling me i thought i just went to bed at the end of the night and people are telling me no you stayed up for another hour and a half and you were you were yelling about this and you were talking about that i was like what and it was so it was terrifying I'm not trying to chime in too much here, but John Mulaney has an amazing joke where about blacking out. He goes, it's where your mind goes to sleep, but your body gets all eye of the tiger. <laughs> and it's a really good reference. And also, John, I have seen you blacked out. And you did go to sleep right there on the couch. You See? didn't want to drive. It there was, you go. It, well, that was actually... But he didn't like live a whole night of activities beyond that. Yeah, it was in my memories on Facebook, actually, recently. Yeah. 
It that was, was a, two years ago now, Rock. Actually, yeah, I, but I mean that was but that was the time that I passed out, and I actually remember that I wasn't like completely belligerent to where, and I might have gotten sick, but usually when I do, I'm still coherent. I just never. Well, a lot of times, yeah, getting sick will kind of you know dry you out a bit and make you kind of remember things. Plus, it's a violent act. So I like, never. Oh, like, I remember retching in Sean Wilson's backyard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I was. Which time? My, my body. I was there for that. And right. For right, this right, one, right. It was right. such an out of body experience where people were telling me I did things. I know. I, like I know, don't. and I'm like, really, I did that, dude. Yeah. The last. It just happened to me this year, actually, for my first ever official work party. We went out and uh, there was an entire. I, we talked about it on the show, and uh, it was the night with the tacos. Like I woke up with some weird tacos with a bunch of olives in them the next morning. I don't eat olives. I never would have ordered that. I have no idea what happened, and I actually pieced that whole night together. A week later, with a coworker, he was like, "No, you, you, uh, yeah, no, you tried to roll a blunt. It didn't work. Uh, I fell apart. Remember? I, I think on the show I said I lost all my weed. Yeah. And you were like, "Oh, that sucks." Well, I found out. I talked to a dude at work, and I go, "Yeah, man, did uh, did we smoke any weed that night?" And he goes, "Bro, I came outside of." Casey's, you're sitting at the table rolling a blunt. And I was like, oh, yeah, I rolled it myself. I said, I brought it for you to roll because you're so much better. And he goes, no, you tried to roll it. You failed. I told you just to quit, give up, dump it back out on your rolling tray. And I went to my truck and got a bowl and we sat there and smoked like four bowls. And I was like, really? And then he was like, yeah. And then you went, I, you told me to get you a drink. So I got you a drink. You took one sip out of it, looked at your phone to see what time it was and was like, okay, guys, I'm out of here and just left with the whole drink. Oh the my God. Which I never do, which tells me that's how fucked up but I, I can't I believe was. you did that bullshit. Cause like that's like a, like a kid thing to do where you like finish your lollipop first and then you blame somebody else for stealing your lollipop. And you're like, who who stole my lollipop? I never oh, got I, one. I didn't blame anybody. Like, I just said I'd lost all my weed because I thought I was so drunk. I just like took it out of my pocket, dropped it, put it on a table, and walked away. At least I got. I was like, hey, I'm happy I smoked it. Yeah, I, I, I don't have, remember it, but I, I'm happy I, I did. I wouldn't have suspected anything from the night before had I not like. Cause I had cuts on my back, and that's how I knew it was kind of my back was burning. And then I and then I started asking around, like, what did I do last night that I have cuts on my back? Because I thought I just went to bed. Yeah. Then people started telling me, and I that's was like, oh my god, extra weird. Supposedly I fell down. And and got sick. I was like, well, good thing I wasn't oh, you there. Did throw, you threw up again. Yeah. God damn. Well, I wasn't there for it, so it doesn't even. Yeah, count. you're right. You're right. <laughs> I felt nothing. <laughs> Everybody else was there for it. Yeah. They had to clean up after you. Um, I, it, was anything happening uh, with you this weekend, or were you just like under quarantine, <sighs> staying safe, quarantining? I've been working every day except for Monday when I had the poopies, but. Uh, it's good Moved to, on from the poopies and uh, back at work. Yeah, it's good when you're essential or like you can find a way to even <laughs> in this. I like tough- how you put that, you fucking one person. <laughs> it's good when you're essential. I'm gonna get. You my- know when you have so many diamonds, your pockets won't hold them, guys. I, I you know my, what I mean. My e card. Where is that at? Uh, my essential card. Uh, uh, where do you get a pool guy that specializes in? Pools filled with gold coins, a la Scrooge McDuck, because I'm having problems at the house. My filter's clogged. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Should we um? Should we move on to the first time ever oh, that we're going to do Tuttle's 10? Let's premiere it, man. I'm excited for it. He's been super excited to, to do this. Uh, there's been a ton of communication between us getting this done, and I uh, hope you guys like it. Send all of your suggestions. If you want to hear Tuttle do 10 minutes on a topic... It's a lot of teas. You want to hear 10 topic minutes with Tuttle? Then hit us up on the Facebook group page, funny2informing at gmail.com. Uh, wh- wherever you want to reach out, hit us on an email, text us, doesn't matter. Get it, get us the info and we will get it over to Tuttle. He also has a uh, Tuttle Daily podcast, which he does every day. Um, I, you can find it on YouTube, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Yeah, you can watch all uh, Tuttle.tv. You can see all his video stuff there. The guy's everywhere. Just Google Tuttle, literally. It's, it's on all the, all the platforms, his podcast. He does the video show on YouTube. All of the above. Yeah, so it's, it's the easiest to find. But uh, so here's the first one of Tuttle's 10 minutes. 
Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's 10 minutes with Tuttle. Welcome to the debut episode of Tuttle's 10. I am your host, Tuttle. Yes, Tuttle from the Tuttle Daily Podcast, which you can check out on all podcast platforms. iHeartRadio, iTunes Podcast, Spotify, TuneIn Radio app, or directly on the hosting site at tuttle.podomatic.com. So the guys from Funny to Informing are probably too young to know what I'm talking about right now. But when you get to my age, which is 40, yes, I'm not old, but I'm also not young. Just uh, real quick, Coleman's about to be 40 in a yeah, few months. I'm 40 so. as well. I love in the, in the, all the other conversation that I just said that we've had, but doing all this, like he has not picked up the fact that I'm 40 years old. Plus, I met <laughs> him and we talked. The guy's busy. He's he's all over the yeah, place. But, so we'll, but, I don't blame him. but we'll see if you're too young to, to get it. And you're going to have these moments in your life that's going to slap you in the face and wake you up and make you come to the realization that you have made some bad life choices. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had plenty of those moments that made me question some of those things that I've done over my 20-year radio career. I've come to terms. I know I am unhirable. I am like a broadcasting leper. A Chinese Wuhan bat butcher would have a better chance of getting hired at Winn-Dixie becoming one of the beef people. That's how unhirable I am right now. I will trade bits for plugs. To quote the great Marcellus Wallace from the movie Pulp Fiction, fuck pride. That's pride fucking with you. Fuck pride. Pride only hurts. It never helps. You fight through that shit. So every week, the guys are going to give me a topic to do a commentary on. And it's kind of challenging. I like this. Them giving me a topic. And I think you guys, the listeners and subscribers, are going to be able to give them ideas. So I'm begging you, please try to make it difficult. But the first topic that they wanted me to talk about was cryptocurrency, you know, like Bitcoin. And to understand cryptocurrency, we need to break the word down. Crypto, yes. Let's get rid of that right now. Let's just talk about currency. What is currency? And I'm going to explain to you how currency can be anything. The definition of currency is a system of money in general use in a particular country. But we've not always had money here. Hell, we were back in the day where we were trading gold dust to buy a whore or some whiskey. That's how it was. So currency can be anything. We used to trade goods and services. That's just how how currency has evolved. But one of the earliest and most famous recorded monetary exchanges was in 1626 when a Dutchman bought the island of Manhattan from the Lenape Indians for just $20 of glass beads. Now keep that fact in the back of your head because that's going to come in to play later on in the commentary. But for you to be able to understand something, you have to relate to it, something in your personal life. My mom stayed home with me all the way until I was able to drive to school. My dad thought the woman should stay at home, take care of the kids, take care of the house, cook, clean. But my mom had the gold standard of currency that every woman has and does not realize it. And that is pussy. The exchange rate, no matter what country you're in, you're always going to get beat by pussy. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Well, Tuttle's coming right out as Tuttle. (laughs) 
I love it. I, is, when he sent me this, and you what? can hear the rest, but my first message back to him was, great. We love it. I love that you went hard in this first one. Because, no. uh, you know, it's only going down or up, depending on how you look at it Just from here. Right there. That went to zero to 100 really quickly. Well, if, okay. Well, I, uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you anymore. Uh, he also has a point. When scientists basically taught apes what currency is, the first thing that they did was start change, uh, you know, exchanging gold for sex. First thing they did. I mean, exactly. Literally I mean, he said gold dust for whores and beer or whatever the fuck he yeah, said well, earlier. Like, I didn't know what to expect when Tuttle, like, to, I didn't know what we were going to get from him. Right, right, and, right. And I like he's got sound effects in the I middle told already. You, I told you he did you a know? lot of editing. He was very, like, yeah, very, he, very in-depth with his editing. He's got, like, some real facts, like, and he gets, like, you know, he's... Yeah, he Googled currency. I mean, this well, guy did his research, guys. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, Just, I'm busting got, balls, but he busts yeah, my balls, too. He, he got down to the history of it a little bit, and I think that's that's important, but okay, so... I won't, without saying anymore because we're going to listen to the rest of the segment if you thought that was a, a a statement keep listening all right and you're probably like tuttle how do you know your mom's got pussy currency and i'm going to give you the facts but i got to give you a little bit of background on my mom's coochie currency with my dad and how she's worked it to become the strongest currency in the fowler household with any new currency people are reluctant to start using it but you can't deny you feel like a baller when you get fresh cash brand new bills from the bank teller yes they stick together but they're new they're fresh you want to try them out and that's what my mom's vagina was like to my dad but with most currencies it has its ups and downs and this is where i come in and i don't know if you know about this but with my normal frame i have an extremely large head and did my mom back down from that challenge hell no she was not having a c-section but if she had to do it all over again she might have second thoughts because I wrecked it. I'm not going to go into much detail because it's my mom and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> how dare him get disrespectful against his mother's vagina now? <laughs> Jesus, buddy, you got two feet in the pool. Let's uh, get in this thing. Me and him already have something in common. I'm uh, like sensing a cavernous cunt. Uh, buddy, of a, of I, a mother. <laughs> he didn't even know that that was a running joke with our show. And man. the man who coined the whole thing sits here among us as we listen to this. The man who made the cavernous cunt comment from the start, Rocky, Rocky Soka. He has been trolling me since this episode has started. I, I actually really feel bad about that. There's not a lot of things that I've done over the years, and I've done a lot of stupid things. There's not a lot that I really kind of feel bad for. That's one of them. <laughs> Well, Every, everybody could believe you on. said I'm, it. I'm never going to let it die. Yeah. So, and now it's really living on with uh, we've got uh, coochie currency and cavernous cunts going on this show. Yeah, let's uh, okay. So let's continue. Let's continue. Oh uh, boy, oh boy. But you do the math. Big head coming out naturally. Damage is done. But like any good investor, like my dad, he hand shook the surgeon a $50 bill to put in a couple of extra stitches to tighten everything up. That is a good businessman in my eyes. So after my birth, there were some lean years with my mom's vagina currency, but it had a rebound thanks to my mom having cancer. And you're like, what Tuttle? How can you say such a thing? Oh man! I told you. I told. I told you. It gets. It, I didn't want to say it gets worse, but it got. I we don't know. Are, it got better. It got, it got more in depth. Golly, we're we're halfway through now. So are we're, we? We're, that's we're halfway through, and he's <laughs> and he's now dropped the cancer coochie currency bomb. The three C's. Oh, okay, this is like okay. this is like halftime of Tuttle's ten. Yeah, take a break, stretch if you need to. <laughs> yeah. All right, are we ready? All right, <laughs> let's get into the second half. 
How could your mom having cancer help out her vagina currency? I'll tell you how. Chemotherapy. And one of the side effects of chemotherapy is that you lose all your hair, including the hair on your pubic mound. And the only reason I know this, getting drunk with my dad here at the Hobo Fish Camp, he admitted to me it was some of the greatest sex he ever had. Currency also has to have buying power. And that's what my mom's vagina currency had because she was willing to go the extra mile and never tell my dad no. But one day while both of my parents were gone, I was digging around in one of my dad's sock drawers. And what do I find first? A rusty revolver, a Colt. I don't know if it was like a Civil War relic or anything like that, but I would be lying to you if I told you the next thing that I found didn't scar me, but it gave me understanding, made me look at my mother as a strong person and how she was able to get things done. Hold on, hold on. Do we want to guess at what, what maybe his mom? Uh, I want to guess. Go ahead. Oh, I, you, I, you know. know what? I, no, I totally forgot what it is, though. Yeah. I've forgotten because it's been a few days since I listened to this and I was like in and out. I was, I, I would kind of like float away and then he would say cancer coochie and I'd be like, what? Okay. And I'd come back into it. All right. So, so I've we, totally forgotten. We can all guess. Okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, let's uh, let Rocky, our guest, go first. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I was curious. I don't care if I'm going first or not. Um, I've heard uh, a couple things about this in the past and one of them is like kind of a, um, like a um, a Kegel uh, thing, a, a weight that you hold. Oh, yeah, like a Kegel exercise your, thing or something. Your yeah. Um, okay, and do you, so wow. okay, so, so that's, that's what your guess. guess is a Kegel thingy. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna guess. Go ahead. Uh, Jeff. Like fuzzy hand, like a bunch of kinky shit. Fuzzy handcuffs, uh, a whip. Okay, uh, I would. Yeah, I was just gonna go BDM, with BDSM. Uh, some you know standard like dilder. You know what I mean? Like uh, f- who knows? Like his maybe his mom went crazy and got a rabbit. You know, with the little bunny ears. The play. I'm God. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna get into that. But okay, let's. Uh, uh, yeah, some kind of just standard sex toy. I'm excited. Okay, let's see. Also on that day, I learned that my dad has a fetish of sexually recreating moments from history, like the civil rights movement. I found a handful of Polaroids, and all these pictures had to have been taken the year that I was away at summer camp because some of these details, the sets, they were detailed because my dad had transformed the living room of our double wide trailer to look like an old style Woolworths shopping plaza and my mom in blackface wearing a sundress sitting at the countertop diner table with what looks like a day laborer that my dad hired at the local Piggly Wiggly to play a cop from the south harassing an innocent African American woman just trying to order some grits. Oh, yeah, it got worse. I forgot it got worse after uh, Bald Pussy and Cancer Coochie. I totally forgot it went to blackface. First episode, guys. First drop. Thank you, Tuttle. Polaroids and and uh, uh, scenes, uh, historical scenes and uh, to make them sexy and role play. I, I love I the references making. The Woolworths diner counter was uh, was <coughs> pivotal in the civil rights movement. Holy shit. And I shit. love that he just fucking referenced that. Dude, this is... Guys, guys smarter than you give him credit for, people. These 10 minutes are a roller coaster. Okay. There's... <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes left. Let's see how much worse it gets. Let's go. While my dad plays the starting quarterback of the local high school football team, wearing his letterman's jacket, shielding her from the barrage of racial insults being thrown her way. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Alex, don't give it to you. Alex, don't give it to you. Alex, 
I'm not going to go into great detail about this next Polaroid. I'm just bringing it up to show you that my dad does have a fetish when it comes to the civil rights movement. But it is a picture, once again, common theme. My mom up against a red brick wall while my dad has a mangy German shepherd that most likely would have been euthanized if my dad wouldn't have adopted him from the Humane Society. Being, oh, Look at there, that same familiar day labor that my dad must have hired him for multiple shoots, dressed up as a firefighter, shooting my mom in blackface with a hose. So let me recap this. Mom in blackface. Dad with a mangy German shepherd that he got from the Humane Society that would have been euthanized. And the day labor, dressed as a firefighter, shooting my mom with a hose. My dad has some kinks, but coming around full circle. Full circle? Full circle. How, does and, he, how do your you dad bring, jerks off to that? How do you bring all of this around a full circle? <sighs> He's going to wrap it somehow into his mom's coochie currency. Yeah. <laughs> you ask about... The most crypto of all cryptocurrencies. You ask one question and... It, oh, I, oh, man. Okay. From the beginning of the commentary, when I mentioned that the earliest and most famous recorded exchange of currency was between a Dutchman and some Indians that sold the island of Manhattan for $24 worth of glass beads. But I wish I could say I was shocked. But picture my dad, an Indian chief, full feather headdress. He just got done killing a buffalo. And what do you know? The same Guatemalan day labor that my dad got at the Piggly Wiggly in DeLeon Springs dressed as General Custer as they reenact the Battle of Little Bighorn. Does anybody actually remember what this joke was supposed to be about? How did it go from cryptocurrency to finding dirty pictures in your parents' underwear drawer? Who even rummages around in their parents' underwear drawer? Sorry, Tuttle. Not even a big-time announcing voice can help this joke out. <laughs> you said it, boy. That's voice. great. That was good. That's great. And he was uh, identifying what I what I had just he, said. Yeah, he reiterated exactly what so we, what our thoughts were. They're very self aware right now, for sure. Uh, okay, it's meta. And not to mention, my mom was dressed as a Indian squaw, offering my dad the chief some slightly used anal beads. And I'm not even going to go into great details because I don't want to make my parents sound like complete scumbags. But the last picture involved my dad dressed in an SS uniform. Uniform. My mom dressed as Anne Frank, giving him oral while he held a German Ruger to her temple. So the moral of this story, in a roundabout way, I did talk about currency, the tried and true currency through history from the beginning of the time is vagina. Vagina is undefeated. It has unified all the belts. It is Mike Tyson versus Little Mac. And so you don't think that I've cheated you guys? The creator and forefather of cryptocurrency, David Chom, his hard drive needs to be checked because he straight up looks like a pedophile. He has a couple of different major things that make me believe that. Number one, he looks like Santa Claus. Kids love Santa Claus. And I do not trust average Americans that want to play Santa Claus. It's creepy. Number two. Two, David Chom, the creator of the cryptocurrency Bitcoin. He looks like the dude I used to buy ice cream from. The guy that drove around in a beat up conversion van. No windows. Looks like he spent a couple of grand on insulation so you can't hear the screams of the kids that he abducts. So in closing, forget about Bitcoin. 
It's too unstable. Buy as many shares as possible in pussy stock. I love. Well, wow! I mean, wow, Tuttle, oh. you, you really sent us a ten-minute, really a, a ten-minute trip is what you what you've done. Sir. He's um he's and got he wrapped some it good up points. SS jokes and Anne Frank and a German Ruger. Do German Rugers fire without clips? Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know, he's, Travis. He he made some really good points, but um, his his examples and uh, his uh, Im- imagery is that what is that what I'm yeah, looking for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his imagery absolutely is, is insane. And you can't help but but see what he's talking about. I uh, no, but he puts it all out there, and I gotta say I, that was Whew. potentially as crazy as I thought it was gonna be. So I, I mean, Tuttle, thank you, thank you for that for that uh for that bit you sent us oh that was great i have a couple of things okay um so i've um so i've looked up uh i've been looking this stuff up as he goes uh on and on Um, researcher rocky at your service well so i want to get to one thing so the daddy stitch um oh that's that's the oldest joke in the world yeah it it definitely is but um it actually it, it holds some weight um, basically, when when something about three psi, it, yeah. oh Jesus, <laughs> don't go too hard. Um, well, basically, it is a it is kind of a real thing. It's it's pr- it's probably a little um, you know, not, it's not politically correct, I don't think, but um, uh, you know, but it, it does say that basically, if you have a suture there after pregnancy or something like that, right, right. that it, it can you know basically heal that what is going to okay look heal like that way lot. and then. Potentially also, be tighter. Okay. I looked up a uh, civil rights fetish. They say there's a fetish for everything, right? Wow. They've got fetishes for oh, just yeah. women stomping on bread. Armpit hair. Yeah, they've yeah. got a fetish oh, yeah. for pretty much everything. Yeah. Except civil rights movement fetishes. <laughs> I can't okay. really find too much on it. Yeah, that's there's just some called people, racist. But uh, Some people like dressing up like checks. war times or whatever. There's a lot of people oh, like, like reenactors, reenactors yeah, that yeah. want to basically go out in the forest and... Reenacting. You know, AKA old man LARPing. Yeah. Just for the record. But I'm I'm not seeing anything about civil rights movement specific. Okay. Like that well, is probably something Papa that Fowler. If he, if he put that up, um I'm sure there would be maybe even some money involved. Somebody would somebody wants those pictures. Oh, as many people that'll pay for foot porn and uh used panties from Japan, yeah. people will buy that disgusting <laughs> shit he just I hope made a joke out of and was not real. I have a <laughs> I have a lot of questions for him. I don't know if I'm going to do them all about this, but he did say to, you know, yeah, if you send got a topic, him ideas. Yeah, come join the group page, send us topics. You guys that are in the group page, we'll see Rocky interacting in there. I've been kind of following him for a little bit. I'm very excited about this, I'm going to give it back to you guys. Awesome, I love it. That was a that was a cool first one. Um, well, all right, so let, yeah, I should, don't really know how to go to another segment off of that, so I feel like we should take a break. Yeah, uh, do we? What are we? I have going perfectly to break fitting to? music to throw to a break. Show me your pussy by the Lords of Acid. Okay.
Daddy says it's nice. Can I come and visit? I'll be at your house tonight. They tell me it's soft to touch and really smooth. I can hardly wait to feel that pussy too. You wanna play with pussy all the time. To hide that kind of pussy is a crime. You say your pussy's clever and so slick. But I think that your pussy's kinda sick. Welcome back to episode 135 of Funny to Informing. That was Show Me Your Pussy by the Lords of Acid, the 1998 classic. Yeah. And that song's older than you, right, John, or no? I don't what know. When were you born? 98? That song's 98. 92. Okay, you were six years old when that song came out. What did you think about it then? It was okay. Yeah, was were fine. you jamming that shit? No. No? No, no? not okay. really. Nah. You didn't hear it around the house with your folks? No. No? no. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I uh, no, that was a good um, t- first Tuttle's ten that we got in the first segment. Right. I uh, it was That's funny crazy. and informing. 
So it, I, it was I, funny I and it. informing. And uh, yeah, I mean, I hope I, I think he's a great guy. I think his opinion, I, I he, he's so his imagination uh, runs wild. He's sometimes. very he's very opinionated. And uh, yeah, just please remember that uh, Tuttle's uh, views, thoughts, and opinions do, do not reflect the views, thoughts, and opinions of myself, John Hannon, or, and the show's sponsors or affiliates. Yeah, I, I love it though, and I can't wait for the next one already. Um, I'm really looking forward to them now. I, I won't without giving away what it is. We did get a topic from a listener. Thank you uh listeners for participating continue that um and you know and look i love you guys and i love all of you and i love your that you're participating this one seemed a little bit you know the the topic i was like really it might be boring but after listening to tuttle bring 10 minutes on cryptocurrency and taking it where he took it maybe it won't be boring at all Maybe we can just throw any topic at the guy and he'll just make it fucking crazy. Yeah. Did you want to say what the topic was? No, or I'm, I'm going to tease it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah well, no, we're not telling it. Then who? Yeah. Who knows what? It'll uh, be a new Tuttle's ten. I know what it is. John knows what it is. Do yeah. you guys? Mm. Uh, so do you want to get into a What's Up Doc? The yeah, documentary let's do, they let's saw. Do a what's Up Doc? Yeah. All right. What's up, Doc? Mm. What's up, Doc? This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. Mm. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. What's up, Doc? I love that intro. John did a great job with that. It's uh, hopefully it's not too long for some people. Yeah, I know. I hope it's short enough for you jerks. That's why we made the Tuttle one really good and short for you. Real succinct and boom, done. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, this is What's Up, Doc, not Tuttle's 10. Uh, this is the uh, the segment where I like to kind of review a documentary that I've recently viewed. I watched this one since the last time we recorded. And uh, and I, again, I try to review it without kind of giving it all away. So without giving it all away... Let's give our review. John, let me know if you've seen Wrinkles the Clown. I did. On Hulu. I, yeah, I saw a commercial for it on Hulu. I was watching something else, and then right. it came up because Hulu does commercials. So I, a commercial for it came up, and I was kind of interested because it, it's, you know, we do this show in Florida, and it was in Naples. It's in Naples, which is, yeah, like Southwest Florida. I was like, I have to check it out. So I did see it. It's, uh, yeah, it's a creepy one. It's a weird documentary for sure. Uh, Rocky, you're sitting in with us. Have you seen? You probably haven't. You don't no, watch I a lot of shit. No, I haven't seen it, but I have seen um, the trailer, and it looks ridiculously creepy, and um, I actually can't wait. I'll probably watch that with the uh, the old lady. Yeah, it's worth a watch. I will say this. And, John, it's funny that uh, that I chose to watch this one this week just randomly. Um, it came again on another recommendation. I had seen it a long time ago. Like, late last year, I saw it in my queue, and I added it to my to my watch list, but I just never went and watched it. But we actually got recommended this by uh, listener Jim. Shout out to Jim, one of the best email writers of all time. But uh, but yeah, he recommended it, and I was like, let me go check this out. And uh, how, it, how long has this documentary been around? Uh, so it's it was 2019, so it was new last year. Oh, wow. like okay, late so last not that year. Long. No, I want to say like October, November. Yeah, I saw it, it last year. It looks like from here it says like September, October, November. There you go. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So it, it's funny that I happened to watch this one. I I wanted again to watch it so that I could review it as well as uh, it was local to Florida. So I definitely wanted to you know check it out and go over it a little bit. But uh, John, you tasked me with uh, I would like you to watch and review a documentary that you don't like. I found it. Was it this? It's Wait, this documentary. Didn't, why didn't you like it? It's fucking stupid. It's not factual. It's fucking, I don't know, man. It's, it's a real person. 
it's a okay it is a real person but the doc doesn't like it doesn't take a side or tell you where it it doesn't i don't oh, th- well, i don't no, feel any smarter coming away from this than yeah, i did going in there's no point to it i don't think well that's the point of a documentary if i wanted <laughs> pointless bullshit i would watch television well i mean i or don't know a fucking I, movie it was an interesting concept like because a lot of people have like this phobia of clowns where they're just completely terrified of every single clown they've ever seen if, absolutely I, I, they, they stated the term for it there's obviously one of those phobias it, it has a term you know like a Agoraphobia, acrophobia, whatever. It has a phobia name, and I don't remember what that was, but they definitely go over it a little bit. Here's the one takeaway I did like from it is that it kind of went, it gave maybe an explanation for if you remember back in what, 20, it's got four years now, three, four years ago, 2016, 2017, there was this whole occurrence of clowns everywhere. And it was like, it was right around the time it kind of yeah. was re released with Pennywise, right? And yeah. people kind of like reinvigorated their whole fear of clowns. And then all of a sudden it was like, is 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 life imitating art or is art imitating life like there was cl- these stories of clowns just rogue clowns showing up sometimes in groups sometimes solo and it would it was making news and police were being called and the reports were through the fucking roof all across the country yeah well, well it kind of gave explanation for that and kind of maybe blamed this a little bit on wrinkles in that it kind of started with the wrinkles phenomenon here locally to to south florida and then kind of spread because it was based off of a phone number right Oh, I mean, it was based That's, off of a, of a character a person was playing, like, uh, behave or... This, cl- this scary clown's gonna but come get you. But again, I don't think that's where it started in this documentary. I think that's where it went. But I, he was just kind of a guy being a clown to be a clown. He said he was just kind of walking around. See, the way I understood it, he was homeless, and and nobody was See, hi- nobody would hire him as a real clown. How did we both watch it and neither of us know? Because they don't give you fucking information. Because the whole first fucking half of the damn documentary, I, again, I don't want to spoil it, but it's just, it's not exactly factual. And they give you the details, but let's just say not everyone in the documentary that they're portraying to be Wrinkles the Clown is Wrinkles the Clown. Yeah. No, but yeah. they, they do go over that later in the documentary. It, uh, yeah, there's a, there's definitely layers to it. And, um, you know, and they show you what's clearly, clearly fake and what may or may not be real. Absolutely. They uh, do, they do kind of go over that. Yeah. And you mentioned the phone number and, yeah, uh, it's they, a like, local 407 it's a, phone number. It's it's from this area code. Yeah, he put it on a sticker. Like, this is, I think, what was he saying? This was like 2015 he was doing all this. He made the sticker and kind of, that's when, that's when Wrinkles, the character and the, the, the side gig or whatever he was doing was kind of blowing up. And he made the sticker with a picture of his face that just says, call Wrinkles, right? Or call me. And then at the bottom is just his phone number. Yeah, I think it's just his face and the phone number. Is that what it is? Yeah, and it just literally is a 407 phone number. And uh, it's fucking creepy as shit when you call it. I, I have it here. Apparently, oh, we- in 2015, 2016, 2017, back then when it was still fairly new, the, the guy apparently gets millions. He, at one point, he got millions of calls a day onto this line, and he would occasionally answer it. I don't think he really ever answers it anymore. It goes to a voicemail, which I don't know is full or not. But Do you want to call it? Let's call it and see if he answers. Okay, if yeah, not, yeah, we'll on. get to hear the creepy voicemail that they play so many times in the documentary. I know, yeah. Well, are you Wrinkles the Clown? I'm not here to take your call. Leave me a message, I'll call you back. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, well, now it's recording a voicemail. Hey, Wrinkles the Clown. We're funny to informing out of Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Don't murder us in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> and uh, we, we're fans. <laughs> but your documentary is terrible. I don't know. Get them in check and give us some fucking details, please. Only one call, of- us, call us back on this number. Do a reverse uh, directory lookup and murder John. Thanks. Uh, only one of us didn't like it. Um, I think you're a sweetheart and a wonderful person. Um, yeah, don't come and kill us. Uh, out in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. You heard that right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just keep doing you. You don't have to call us back or anything. Wow. 
But yeah, see, that one didn't even ring. It just went straight to voicemail. Sometimes it rings. I'm surprised the voicemail's not full. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe he's checking it currently or constantly. I'm not sure. But yeah, you mentioned uh, kind of in the documentary, it definitely quickly goes into this whole little side thing, which, and he, Wrinkles talks about it in the, in the movie. And that uh, parents would pick up on this number. And this is countrywide. Somehow it spread. I Probably through the internet and your word of mouth. But the phone number spread from here in South and Central Florida to everywhere in the country. And people in Sheboygan fucking Wisconsin and L.A. and like all, you know, New York. And really every every corner of the country was uh, was calling this guy. And a lot of parents were like, were playing on the fear that their children would have for clowns. And they would call this number and it'd say, you're my kid and you're being bad. John, you better straighten up or I'm going to call wrinkles to come get you tonight while and, you sleep and please don't i will behave right? i think it works well, and so parents were doing that yes but they kind of <laughs> del- i'd like that they delve into the fact that like is that and one guy in jonesboro uh georgia south of atlanta was charged with child abuse i mean it's psychotic for, do- for doing this constantly every time his kid would be bad he would be like i'm gonna okay well we're gonna call wrinkles and wrinkles is gonna take care of you and you could hear the recordings of him leaving voicemails on wrinkles fucking phone with his kid in the background well daddy don't call wrinkles freak out and then i don't know so at first i'm like man that is abuse but then the dad speaks up and says i don't hit my kid i could never hit my kid i feel like that is abuse i would much rather do this and scare her than hit her with my hand and then i was like fuck maybe he's right I'm like who am i you know immediately i was like that is psychological abuse but then i was like i don't know would i rather be scared or rather be hit i don't know hmm the uh, the Wikipedia is extremely interesting. Okay. So apparently in 2015, uh, a video that was uploaded to YouTube basically depicted a clown named Wrinkles emerge, uh, emerging from beneath a young girl's bed. That's That went viral. That's the jumping point for Wrinkles. That yes. went viral. So this actually kind of turned into almost like a Candyman or a Beetlejuice or a whatever. Yep. And kind of became a rite of passage for kids to... Call the number like we just did. Right. Absolutely. And it was a Bloody Mary style thing. S- yep. Exactly. Yep. So um, that's kind of how that continued on. Um, the documentary came out October 4, 2019. Um, it's got quite a few producers. Um, but uh, it it made a whopping fourteen grand in, bo- in the box office. Oh, see, no, I didn't even know it was theatrically. Trash. I had no idea it was theatrically released. I saw it on Hulu in October last year. So that means the month it was released in a quote-unquote theater, it was already... I mean, it's a small... It's a small budget thing. It's a sm- you know but what those I mean? are that's garbage numbers. Fourteen thousand. Well, and nobody releases. Yeah, no, it is. But nobody releases like documentaries to theaters. Like you don't go that's watch. True. You don't go watch Harry Potter and then watch fucking Wrinkles the Clown. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I pr- I have like. I, uh, an interest with clowns like they don't scare me clowns me don't neither. scare me at all I and, like clowns and I enjoy them a lot yeah right. I, I have a I, I, like I'm real big with uh, Emmett Kelly not real big with him but like I'm, I'm a big fan of his uh, I don't the, even know what that the is the sad clown he's the one that like, well, that's right the, the, the singing one he does songs and stuff the, the or sad, is it comedy the sad clown it's like a little, I mean, he's just like an artistic, a different type of clown. He gets a little deep sometimes, but he is entertaining. He's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've he seen him be, on YouTube. I yeah. don't know if he sings Puddles or not. Puddles is the singing. Puddles, clown. that's the one I'm thinking. Oh, Puddles. I don't know what John's talking about. I'm thinking Does Puddles. a wonderful rendition You've of uh, never heard of, of the sad things. clown. I mean, like, I've heard of the phrase sad clown. You know, wow. I think it's like. I think it's a song or something, but yeah, no. never, I've never heard of this character, the yeah. sad clown. And Emmett Kelly is like the famous sad clown, which is like a notorious clown that everybody knows that goes back, like you know, I want to say like the '60s or something. Oh, so it's real not, old. It's not something currently good. Is he still like clowning it up? No, is no, he no, like, no. Hey guys, I'm sad because I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrinkles I, the clown. I don't even need a mask. Yeah, I like the documentary. <laughs> ooh, ooh, 
COVID ventilators. I'm uh, I'm surprised you didn't like it, but I'm glad you actually found one you didn't I like. I did, I did. I, yeah, and it's not like I hated it. There, there was as much that I liked about it as there was like, I, I just, I walked away feeling like unquenched. It's like leaving a meal still full or, uh, yeah, I'm still thirsty after having a drink. I was like, I, this is not, okay. this, is, this is too just opinion-based bullshit. I can understand that. I, I, or I get more, it. I need more reality. Um, okay, should we uh, move into the digi here? Yeah, we can wrap that up and go right into digi here's. Did you hear that? Critical maps, we give it our role. We love if you give us a little back. We can't be too mad at you for clicking on that. Yo, did you hear? Horror show all up in your ear. Yo, did you hear? Did you hear? Um, I heard that long house intro. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. half of this show is intros. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I come in, I, I like really like elongate it. Did yeah, yeah, you yeah. hear? Did you hear? I'm gonna get a beer. <laughs> um, I I wanted to update a little bit of the the last episodes. Did you hear that we did? We just kind of made news that the uh, NFL draft was going on, and uh, we didn't have really any other information about it because it was before the draft. And now, just to update it, the draft uh, happened. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals were the first round pick. They picked um, an LSU Tiger, Joe Burrow. It's always a team from Ohio. He's a quarterback. Every year with the first round pick. Because Ohio sucks football wise. They're, they're like, yeah, just fucking have a quarterback. Yeah. And You'll th- throw him away in a year. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, Joe Burrow out of LSU. He was the first uh, round draft pick. What was, uh, who was number two and three? As you said, Cincinnati went ahead and got QB Joe Burrow from LSU, but Washington took Edge Chase Young and Detroit took CB Jeff Okuda, and they are both from the. Ohio State. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so two and three go to the same college. Well, that's yes, funny. Sir. So Ohio professional sports team took an LSU quarterback, and then directly beyond that, two other professional teams took two players from an Ohio-based college. Yeah, only Ohio other one is really coming uh, up. Only other one quarterback in the top five, and that's from Miami, and that's Tua Tugav. Yeah, Tua Tagaliova or something. Oh, he, go, he I went can't to say it right. Yeah, he went to uh, Hawaii. I think. Alabama. Miami. He just sounds Hawaiian. No, he I think is, he's I th- from Hawaii. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but he yeah. went to Alabama, which had to be a real four odd four years for that guy. Something like they're that. like, we want to hate you, or what? Are, what is you, brown <laughs> or black? I don't know. I just I don't like you on so many levels. Yeah, Tua. he's a he's a quarterback, and he he was injured like. Like the last, I think, I want to say his senior year, he was injured. And he might be not playing all next year because of the same injury. Um, and Because the best thing he has as his qu- at, at quarterback is his mobility. What did he injure? His, uh, I want to say his like, knees see, or something. See, that's bad because you only got Tua. <laughs> you, you are fast, if, sir. If one's down, you got to really switch it up. You are. Good. I can't even lie. That was good. <laughs> he is quick. Uh, but okay, yeah. So I wanted to give that update. That the And it turned out fantastic. It was all via webcam. Yeah, I heard. It, like, I didn't watch it at all. I think it's boring as shit normally. So I was like, oh, extra boring this year? Nope, I'm checking <laughs> out. But then I heard people were like, it was, uh, you know, I like, ironically, it was better than anyone anticipated. I heard there was some funny stories coming out of it. Like uh, somebody was like, I guess Jerry Jones lives in an unfurnished house or somebody. I don't remember if it was Jerry. 
Jerry Jones, but somebody was just like sitting around in a fucking house with like no oh, furniture yeah. in it. Some people had like their children on their lap in the webcam, and we, then some people were sitting on huge, long, like Victorian desks. Like Bill Belichick looked like a tool bag. <laughs> of course he did. He's like, there. I met the most opulent dusk ever with a cutoff hoodie. Yeah, and he's got like all this lighting on him and shit, fucking and then somebody else perfect. is like skipping on their webcam, well, yelling at their kid. It's funny that we, I, maybe we talked about this off mic too, because again, everything fucking runs together, John, but... Uh, uh, we discussed uh, the, the the prospect of them doing it at home, and uh, I think and I had said, oh, it's probably going to be like a giant Zoom meeting with you know everybody like in a tiny square, yeah. one owner per per square or whatever. And uh, and and uh, I think at the time we had said, I want to know how they're going to work out the hats because that's the that's the thing. You get drafted in New York, you're at the wherever they do it at the stage that they do it at. You get drafted, you walk down, you shake Roger Goodell's hand, which now there's no handshaking, yeah, and then you get a hat of. The Giants or and whatever you, team you hold and up, you put the jersey. that hat on. You hold up your jersey with your number or your name on it, and then that's a big thing. So this time I was like, I want to know. I'm curious what they're going to do about the hats. And then I heard that the hats were on deck. Oh like, yeah, the guy who got drafted to fucking Cincinnati well, had a Cincinnati hat. Yeah, there. and that's, what does he have? Thirty two fucking hats in the room. That no, that's where it fell. Or they little... knew. They knew. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, because that's where it fell a little. Now I'm going to cut you off again. It, it felt they had to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it did fall a little flat though because none of the players were excited to get drafted. Like usually, like they're, they're, you, you see them getting the phone call and they're and they're you know yeah, they're they're yeah. getting a little emotional or they you know they the start shedding, crying and shit. Yeah, they man, they were just like sitting on the couch and then like w- the camera goes to them as they get drafted and they're just like they like talking look up in the they look room. up from Instagram like what the oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, see y'all in August. Maybe, maybe. They're just sitting there talking in the living room and like I just I feel like we're big brother and like we're peeping on these people more more than we're get, doing anything else. It's not like they're going to say anything or they go to an interview of them. They didn't do anything. Yeah. Anyways, that's I don't um, know. Okay, so yeah, I was just wanted now, bro. Yeah, that was a long update, but I wanted to update that <laughs> one real quick. And then uh I'll I'll start off with the first one. Okay. First um, actual Digi? Ooh, yeah, this one's sad. Did you oh, hear? Uh Slumdog Millionaire uh actor and also from Amazing Spider-Man and uh Life of Pi. Oh, crap. Irfan Khan? Irfan Khan? Khan. It's K H A N I R R F A N or key. K-H-A-N. Yeah, it's usually Khan. I am so bad with names. Okay, so Irfan Khan. Irfan Khan. <laughs> I feel like I'm fucking his name up real bad. No, I didn't hear. I'm not a fan of ears. He, he, oh, he was age 53. Um, oh, really? Okay. Was he the main star in any of these? I don't know the guy. Um, I don't know if he was like the main star, because obviously Slumdog Millionaire was the female boxer, but he played like a really no, prominent no, no, role. No, 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 Wait, wait, what? Wait, what's Slumdog? He just, I love that he just fucking meshed his movies together. Slumdog Millionaire is not about the female boxer? No, 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 no. What is that? That's the one with Hillary, Hillary Swank? Fuck. And is directed by, uh, by, uh, old man... Fuck! Oh man, this is killing me that I can't come up with any of this right now. Oh no! Yeah, Slumdog Millionaire is about fast enough for you guys. The Slumdog Millionaire is about an Indian guy who uh, plays like a who wants to be a millionaire version in India, and he's from the slums of India. Obviously, I'm seeing it now. He plays this and he wins it, and then his life changes. I've never seen it; It was really boring. Oh, won a bunch of awards. Am I thinking of million dollar million dollar baby? (laughs) I I could not come up with yes, (laughs) which was directed by Clint Eastwood. That's the name I couldn't come up with. Yes, star studded movie, very tear. Jerker also did See, not watch the whole thing. I've never seen both, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was a movie about boxing, <laughs> and the lady died, and there was this Indian guy in it. Yeah, he no, worked at the corner store, but but he wasn't the main character of uh, of Slumdog Millionaire either. And, no, no, yeah. okay. Um, but he but he's a star. You know what I mean? He's he's hey, very famous. I've people seen are, it on the internet. People what are, happened to him? Um, he di- he uh, he was admitted to a hospital in Mumbai uh, with a kidney infection, 
And uh, then his condition started to deteriorate until he eventually passed away. Wow. Coronavirus. Um, Coronavirus. I know, man. And I he, mean, I doubt it was kidneys. He's, he's an Oscar winner. Uh, oh, what did he win an Oscar for? For Slumdog Millionaire Holy and shit. Life of Pi. So those two. Um, and you know, I thought the Life of Pi was literally a tiger and a kid. Was he the kid or the tiger? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about Life of Pi? Do you no, know I don't know any of these so, movies so he's funny. been in. All right. Well, Life of Pi, and I haven't seen it, so I can't review it. But here's what I know about it. It's pretty much about a kid in a canoe with a fucking tiger going in the ocean. Uh, and the whole time, it's like Moana, but with a tiger on board. Yeah, I feel bad. That's the impression I get. I feel bad. Like, he doesn't even look familiar. And I've never seen The Amazing Spider-Man either, so I don't know what he did I don't even know which that. one that is. I have that's no the idea. British guy one? The I don't Indian fucking guy. know. That's the one with Tom Holland. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. and uh, Oh, so I just saw that recently. It was pretty good, actually. Oh. Good job, Tom, Hon- uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, but uh, Irfan Khan, or... Irfan, or, uh, yeah, it's I'm probably so sorry. Irfan Khan. Yeah, but he uh, he passed away, age fifty three, kidney failure. Rest but, in uh, peace. Again, yeah. like I said, I didn't know him. Helps dealing with it, really, when you don't know the guy. Yeah. Um. You got the next one. I do. Uh. Well, let's just let's just trend on the uh, on the downer stories. Out of uh, Bath County, Kentucky, did you hear a horse and buggy filled with Amish people overturned trying to ford a stream? So apparently there was a, it was kind of flooding and a stream had overrun its banks across a road. Right. And the, I believe the father was in control of the, of the horse-drawn carriage and with his five children aboard, uh, tried to go across this, I guess, swiftly moving stream, way swifter than he gave it credit for. It overturned the buggy. Uh, yeah. And, uh, this is in, in, in Bath County, Kentucky, Salt Lake is the name of the town. Uh, so that tells you they've got a lot of probably just like animals everywhere. I feel like it was a lazy. I, he probably could have went around. I doubt it. But uh, yeah, let's. It's the Kentucky State Police said five children and one adult were traveling in a carriage pulled by a horse, which slipped while crossing the stream. The carriage then overturned, sending the passengers into the floodwaters. Authorities said. Long story short, out of the five children, four died. The the adult oh. the adult lived four died and one is missing so I because it got swept away in the current. Has what this do you guy think never happened? played Oregon Trail? I yeah, mean, I'm just. I mean, I would never trust my a horse. I mean, depending on how the current looked, I guess. Right. But I mean, if if you're saying the horse maybe slipped and flipped the carriage over, yeah, and all that, this. yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, it also says here uh, authorities say uh, the quote from the man turns out the steering was a little buggy. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, uh, uh. Um, was that his the, whole family died? I know that's terrible. Yeah, I, I, fe- I know. I only did that story for that joke. I feel so terrible for those fucking children. Um, for the uh, guy left dealing with the f- fucking children. Yeah, terrible. the uh, the next one I have is: Did you hear that uh, the Pentagon released uh, three different videos, which uh, would could potentially be a UFO sighting? Um, they were spotted by U.S. Navy pilots. And I did hear this one. It's super interesting. I love this. Yeah, there's some audio, I think, in some of the clip. Yeah, it's hard to unhear because it's really, like, over-modulated. just like... <laughs> exactly. But it's cool when, when they do cool stuff, like when the whatever they're looking at, the UFO or craft that they're following, it's hard to, like... There's no depth, so you can't really tell what it's doing, but you can tell they're tracking as moving at one point, and you can tell it's moving really fucking fast because at one point it's like... <laughs> you hear the guy like get really excited and you're like fuck that thing must be hauling ass if you're in a jet watching something else maneuver and going holy shit what is this yeah he uh he got really excited when because i guess he was trying to auto lock on it yeah and yeah. the second that he auto locked on it you could hear him yeah like Yee-haw! 
yeah, Woo! like yeehaw. Yeah, it's fucking yippee ki yay. Got that yeah. motherfucker. I got a fucking Tomcat at 14. Is that a Yeah, thing? he was a, he was super proud of himself for auto-locking. He's like, look at that mu- like look at that baby go. Or I'm something. just super proud that Tom DeLong finally made something of himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, did he ever get anywhere? Uh, He's still pushing that. Uh, Rocky would be the guy to ask on that. You know what? It would be, uh, you know, sufficient if it would be telling basically if aliens were the next thing, like after the pandemic and the crazy president and all the other stuff, it would be like fitting if the next uh, episode of Earth was aliens. It's, appro- yeah. it's appropriate. Yeah, right? Absolutely. I don't know what else can. I don't know this what would else be can like happen. episode nine in a 10 season arc because what are they going to do? Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope we get think- this money laundered by next episode, Ozark. Bill <laughs> Burr had a great joke where he goes, if, if Earth was an episode, he'd like, every time white people show up on boats, it gets real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I read uh, about that. The, uh, like, if you look at the video, too, it takes a few different shapes. It, it, it definitely moves like uh, from being vertical or horizontal oh, yeah. to vice it's versa. It's making definite movements that nothing that we as people, regular citizens, know can do in this country. Yeah, one of the one of the weird things about this case is I'm sorry to interject, and I'm not supposed to be talking Please. too much. But um, <laughs> one of the weird things about this case is, is basically we've got so much footage of UFOs and so much you know stuff, and and basically the th- this came from the aerial. Uh, aerial part of the uh, navy and i the the quadrant segment i don't know what they're called right, i'm not right, in the navy right, right. um basically the department of defense release you know, this they guess. they oversee the 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 water the sea the most of the earth and um you know that includes the air and basically they've got this footage now that they've let go i think one of them's from 2004 one of them's 2007 one of them's 2015 if i'm not mistaken, i believe that's about right could now. be yeah they used it to be spans, classified it yeah. spans the game they've been declassified th- right. this footage or whatever and There's they're basically so more they it's released. it's so funny because they basically just said that aliens exist and no one's talking about this mm-hmm. well i feel like in in all in, in but to be truthful though have they not released these before i'm pretty well, sure they've released things before and stuff like that and they just here's how they sweep it under the rug they just say well it's a ufo and then in your mind you think oh ufo i mean that's an alien craft but ufo means anything unidentified flying object yeah well, uh, and I think they they changed the name, right? Uh, I'm, I think I'm it's not in, exactly sure. I think it's in the article. They call it like uh, instead of UFOs, they call it a different acronym now, which just makes it sound less alien or whatever. So it, it's just uh, another catch-all. And, so they uh, can yeah. say Listen it's anything. This. If you throw a ball in the air and I don't know what it is, it's, it's an not unidentified a, flying it's, object. It's not UFO now. It's UAP. It's unidentified aerial phenomenon. phenomenon. Wow. That's it. Yep. Uh, Again, Joe it's another Rogan catch-all. And Tim Pool just did a podcast where they kind of went in depth or whatever with this. And uh, Tim Pool actually told a great story. He used to work at Chicago O'Hare. And he says that one day when he wasn't there, he said that there were hundreds of people that watched a huge craft come down, hover over the tarmac, and basically sit there for who knows how long. Hundred, like so many people, dozens if not more, uh, people gathered around, took footage of this, took pictures, which right. was all removed from Facebook. And just as fast as this thing came down in front of all of his friends' eyes, he, he knows these people. These are this isn't secondhand information. He said it popped up so damn fast it poked a hole through the clouds. Um, what? Yeah, he says all the footage. If you try to put it online, was deleted. And um, basically, see, because that's my thing. So the, many people saw this. The I, Pentagon I, is usually the first one to tell you no 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 you're wrong or right. no no and but, they're the ones releasing it now but no they do that in little bitty little bitty chunks and bits to 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 shut to shut up the Tom DeLongs of the world to shut up the people who are digging and getting closer and closer and closer I mean hell we almost all broke into Area 51 to prove it last year now yeah. I just think they're just breaking us off a little chunk like shut up guys okay here's some UA, UA 
UAPs or what are they for? Yeah, UAPs, unidentified yeah. aerial phenomena. Here's here's some uh, you guys figured out. Argue about it amongst yourselves on your dumb local podcast, idiots. Well, one of the videos, Check. one of the videos was off of Jacksonville coast too. Uh, do you have the next one? I do. Did you hear they're testing a new treatment to help aid the symptoms of coronavirus, COVID nineteen? It's a it's a novel idea. It is called convalescent plasma. And it's a it essentially let's say John has the coronavirus. He has it for two weeks. It runs its course. It he doesn't kill him. Bleach. It all goes away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> After he does that, and it doesn't work, uh, he he runs the coronavirus runs its course. He no longer is showing symptoms. He is tested. He no longer has the coronavirus. He had it. It's known. <clears throat> now it's gone. Now I've never gotten the coronavirus. I get a. A plasma transfusion, a blood transfusion from John, in which he don't, I don't know how much you have to give, but you can't give a whole lot or you're going to die. But you're welcome. You give me some of your plasma as a healed coronavirus patient. It now can help me prevent from getting it. And or if I have it, it helps aid my symptoms. So they're, they're thinking that this might aid in making a, a vaccine faster. But is it going to be something that's super like a, interesting? And like I had $80 kind of, for a, oh, like a little squirt. Or, $80? No, no. No, is it going to sure. be super expensive for a drop of it or to get it in, well, or that's the to thing. get it infused or well, transfused? It whatever. wouldn't work like that. It would go through the healthcare system and we don't have enough time to debate that. Oh, but crap. It would go through healthcare and if you don't have insurance, you ain't fucking getting it. So nope. it doesn't matter. You're not going to have coronavirus cancer coochie like fucking <laughs> SOL. Like mom. You shit yeah, out of luck like Tuttle's mom. <laughs> I just felt it was super interesting when I heard the story. I was like, what? This is crazy. So you can literally like, it's almost like the blood doping fucking Lance Armstrong was doing, right? Like where he would take all of his blood out and put in like super oxygenated blood that he had on reserve or whatever in fucking Red vials. Red blood cells were uh, popular with uh, bikers in, uh, for a long time. There you go. Not just Lance, but he was famous for it. And obviously, well, a lot it was of them a, were dropping blood dead, doping. having strokes and Are stuff they? From well, well, because it was, it's terrible for you probably. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it, I don't know. I, I found it super interesting and I was like, oh my God, this, you know, this is, I don't know. It's a, it's a novel approach to try to aid the symptoms and see what it'll do and they're definitely doing studies on this right now with patients that's so, uh that's interesting keep your ear mean, to the ground you got to try everything you can especially when the, with the number of cases and the number of deaths and you know despite people surviving it uh, more often than not still you have to try to do what you can to slow this thing down absolutely you have to try and um so is that all we have is that, that it yeah, i got one more real quick one mm -hmm. but uh did you hear Mars, actually. It's ironic that the our Pentagon just released uh, quote-unquote proof about UAPs or UFOs, whatever we're calling them now. Mars has done uh, done similar and released all their info on, uh, what, on, on their aliens. They are now admitting aliens exist, they have footage, and they have released it. Oh. Sad thing is, it's just a bunch of rednecks buttholes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Why did they only come down here, only go to Kansas, and only put stuff up? Right, weird dudes' butts. Yeah, they just really want to know how your uh, how your colon's working, <laughs> uh, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, that uh, just does it for us. Uh, this has been episode one thirty five of Funny to Informing, and uh, we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us; it does not matter. Coleman, tip your Corona survivors. Mm -hmm.